It's the third day in a row. LIW, The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead Review, episode 115. That's a lot of numbers. Today's episode is The Walking Dead 809, Honor. That's also a lot of numbers. It's uh, Honor. It's it's what the episode's about. It, it really should be called Mercy, more so than Honor. Whatever. I, I'm fulfilling my, my commitment to do one episode a day until I get caught up. Here I am on day three. We're fucking into it. It's the sec. It's the second half of the season now, starting with this one, and and we're back. And I didn't miss anything. Uh, to be fair, I haven't missed anything in this show in, in several seasons. So my point is, uh, I didn't get that long break where I had to wait and watch Carl die. Oh my god, because because it's here and he dies in this episode. And we all knew that, right? I know I'm way behind. I've still got one, two, three, four, five that are out already. Uh, episodes, the, the last episode of the season debuts tomorrow. So six, seven, seven. Okay, whatever. I think it's, I think that debuts tomorrow at the end of the season. Maybe it's this at 815. I don't whatever the fuck it is. I don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, I'm going to do one a day until I get caught up or something like that. That's the plan so far. I'm three, three for three so far. That's all that really matters. I am, I am stuttering. I am muttering. I am speaking over myself. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm a mess right now. Anyway, like I was saying in the last episode, because this is three days in a row, uh, my back is still fucked up. It's feeling a lot better today, but still pretty fucked up. Uh, I have my nice domino effect where because my dog is blind, I try to carry him off the bed. I pulled my back muscle, and today I, I finally went out and got like a decent dinner. And I got some cod, I got some potatoes, I got some carrots. I had like a thing in the oven. Went to go pull it out of the oven to see if it was ready. It was not ready, but my back kind of froze up, and I did the slowest fall against my cabinet. And then like a like a sitcom, like a bad actor, my tray of food just slowly went over my shoulder, like backward. And just spilled all over my, my cabinet and over my, my canned foods and things. It's like this little shelf I have. And it just spilled all over it. And I was like, literally everything. And I was like, well, okay. It was the slowest fall ever. That's what made it so goddamn hilarious. And it was so ridiculous. I wasn't even mad, even though it was all the food that I had in the house. Because I was like, I'll just get it for today. And then I'll you know, go grocery, shop, grocery shopping for real tomorrow once my back feels a little better. But no. I didn't get to enjoy it. I fed the, the carrots and potatoes to the dog. So because the dog went blind, he got himself some carrots and potatoes. So I, I think that's his, his big scheme. His big goal overall is to get some carrots and potatoes for the first time in a long time. Uh, first time in a long time. Uh, but so I didn't get to eat any of that shit. So I had to make myself some nonsense food that was just a leftover poverty food I had. Uh, not that I'm in poverty, but I had just had nothing else in the fucking house. So what, what am I doing with my life? I just hope my back feels better tomorrow so I can eat my, my, my potatoes, my, my cod, and my, my carrots. Maybe I'll try it again. I don't know. It really was the slowest goddamn fall. It, it was, couldn't have been weird. It just froze up, and I was, like, falling backward against nothing and not even leaning. I don't, I don't know. I can't really describe it. It was so goddamn bizarre to the point where I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, I fell three inches back, and it just, like, made my arm shoot up. It was so odd. I, I can't... I almost want a security camera in my house just so I could rewatch that and be like, "What the? F- did a ghost shove me? I don't, I don't get it." 
it was like something knocked my arm up because it was like fleeing right over the shoulder, like like people do salt when they're like superstitious. So goddamn weird. I I, I just want to see it anyway. Um, uh, this episode starts off uh, kind of like I was saying in the end of the last one, where uh, maybe they'll do they'll focus on nonsense until they get into, into his death, and then they'll focus on his death, and they'll sit there and Michonne and Rick crying for the whole thing, and then they did both. They did both somehow. It was kind of amazing. Starts off Rick crying. And he's like sitting there and he's got his, his red mascara around his eyes to make it look like he's been crying really hard and, and he's, he's all sweaty. And then they show like the little flash forward thing where Rick's got his gray hair and he's on his cane and he's walking around with uh, Judith and he's visiting all the neighbors. And then uh, cuts to them, Rick and Michonne burying somebody. You got to assume it's Carl at that point. And, uh, and then we see uh, the flashbacks where Carl is walking around and he gets bit when he's helping out Sadiq. And then uh, Sadiq shoots the zombie. It's all off camera. We just see a close-up of him getting bitten of a scene we've already seen. Uh, lots of this going on where they go back in time. And then uh, Carl and Sadiq arrive at the sewer. And he's like, you got to go down the sewer, man. Because you're brown. You belong in the sewer. Uh, I mean, until my dad, until I talked to my dad about this. Uh, yep. Yep. Not racist. Anyway, so he goes down there, and then uh, some characters. Uh, I started to read my note, not realizing what it meant. My point was they show Carl getting ready for his death. He gets bitten, he goes back, he gets a shower, he cleans up, he bandages the fucking wound, he, he runs around town, he fortifies the fucking uh, uh, Alexandria, he writes a notes to each person in his life, he, he does all this shit, he just like. He, he really what he's doing is writing notes so that he can stay in the season while still being out of it. So when Rick reads his fucking letters later on and Michonne reads his letter later on, they can have his voiceover. So this this actor stays in the fucking show for the rest of the season until they build up whatever the fuck he's supposed to build in, in his little vision there. And I'm like, some characters get bitten and then they die immediately. They're like, ow, fuck. Oh, I got a fever coming on. Oh, blah, brains. But Carl does like a fucking, lives like a goddamn full year. Just has a schedule full and just gets so much accomplished. And then he's like, you yeah, know, I'm pretty cool. I'm pretty cool. Go down to the sewer here, save all these lives, get down here. And then uh, here we are. Yep. Oh, hey, dad. Oh, I'm getting sick. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> And I think uh, really what happened was uh, Chandler Riggs, the, the actor that plays uh, Little Ricky slash Carl Grimes, I think he wanted out of the show so he can cut his fucking hair. I think that's what really this was all about. I can't think of another reason he, he would want out of the show other than I don't want to be 35 playing a 16-year-old. I don't know what the fuck the goal is there. It's just uh, I, I, I think he just wanted a haircut. I think that's all it was. They could have just granted the kid a haircut or so or, or two. Not, not or so, or two, two haircuts would be good. I think that's such a big job if you get it twice. You know, it's it's like a like a weird uh, corrective surgery. You can't just get it all done at once because your your body won't handle it. You got to get a couple of those little surgeries done to make sure your body's strong enough. His hair, his strong, his hair. If you ever seen Room, his strong needed to be cut, and and he had to go down with it. But he he chose the coward way out, uh, which is uh, character suicide. And um, so instead of making forward progress in this episode in the beginning, we start to go, we start to backtrack. We're going back. And then we see right after, uh, uh, I don't care about his character anymore. What the fuck's his name? Daryl. Right after Daryl crashed the truck into the, save, the sanctuary, we see uh, Lenny, Lenny, uh, 
what's his fucking character's name? Good God, what what is wrong with me right now? I cannot think anymore. I cannot think. Morgan, we see uh, Lenny James' character, Morgan, watching through the sniper, and he's through the scope, and he's like, oh my God, they're, they're, they're coming out. Oh, they're clearing a path, they're clearing a path. And he gets shot at a bunch, but he flees on foot. And then um, Carl's, and we, we cut back to kind of like where the last episode left off, where Carl's like dying slowly while the bombs are going off upstairs, uh, upstairs meaning out on the ground in Alexandria, and then Michonne starts to yell at Dwight, like, stop him, you gotta stop him. He's like, I can't, bitch, come on. And it's so bad, even Rosita's like, all right, calm down, let's, let's, let's think rationally, guys. I'm, I'm the most rational character on this show. Yep, that's me, that's, uh, that's me, all right. And then, uh, yeah, fucking Carol and Morgan, they sneak off into the kingdom, and most, most of the episode, the remaining episode, is Carol and Morgan, like, doing like a two-man SWAT team taking out saviors left and right. It is it is bizarre, but it's also awesome to watch. I, I kind of feel like Carol's going to like wake up one day and be like, oh, Morgan's an imaginary character, isn't he? I did all that. That would explain so much because they keep like switching back and forth and like helping each other. I just feel like Morgan's made up at this point. And then uh, we cut back down to the sewer and then Daryl's like, hands Judith over to Rick, and then he's like, so she could say goodbye to Carl, who's dying. And then we get like a half second of Daryl showing human emotions, where he kind of touches Rick in the arm, and he's like, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, I'm not supposed to interact with another character on this show in a meaningful way, I forgot. I'll go back to... I'll go back to mumbling and, and muttering to myself through gravel while I do my Nick Nolte impression. Fucking terrible. And everyone in, in a row just kind of says goodbye to Carol, or Carl, Carl rather. God, if Carol died, to be upset. And then uh, they're all kind of like, bye-bye, see ya, pieces, deuces, you know, all that sort of shit. And then uh, we see, oh, what the fuck is that guy's name? Gavin. I, I, I discovered this episode that the guy's name is Gavin, and then the fucking Gavin dies, so it doesn't matter that he learned his name. Uh, he, he brings Ezekiel back into the theater once they're realizing all oh, their men are being killed by Carol and, and Morgan by sticks. Death by stick. And then they run in there, and then they try to save Ezekiel. They shoot all the fucking guys. Gavin escapes on foot. And then Carol's such a goddamn badass. She's just, like, fucking mowing dudes down with a machine gun. <laughs> and then Morgan gets in a fight with a guy that was shot a moment ago on the stage. A real fucking play. Putting on. And then the name of that play is uh, How to Disembowel Man After Fingering His Bullet Wound. Because he just, like... Puts a finger in the fucking bullet wound and it just rips out his fucking entrails. And the guy falls over dead. And Ezekiel's like, the shit, dude. The living shit. Did you just do? That was insanity. And they're just kind of like, uh. And then he goes hunts down uh, Gavin, who's, who has escaped on foot. And I was like, it was like a weird, bad movie move where they're shooting at him. And the guy's like, I'm going to run away. Ha -ha! And he has like 45 feet of, of just open space that he runs down. And instead of shooting him, they're like... He's getting away. Quit. <clears throat> What's going on, guys? Oh, he got away. Oh, shit. Oh, oh man. We should really should focus on that. What the fuck happened? It, it didn't make any sense. It was goddamn bizarre. Could just shot the guy in the leg and then shot him in the head or just shot him in the back. It didn't fucking matter. And then uh, at this point, I was like, you think I'd have more notes by now because the episode's almost over and these are all the notes I have. And that's really all the... And then why the fuck are they dragging Carl around? Instead of just letting him die in the sewer, they're like, let's drag him through Alexander after he just got bombed. Who knows if they're still out here or not? We don't know. Let's drag this dying boy around. Oh, this will this will be a great escape plan. Really quick maneuvering that we can do with this dying child. 
And then they drag him into the fucking church, I think, which I thought I saw blow up. Maybe it wasn't the church. I don't know. It didn't fucking matter. And then Morgan tracks down Gavin and then captures him. And then they cut away quickly. And then we see Carl's speech to Rick when he's dying. And it's just, it's Carl, Rick, and Michonne. They're sitting there. Carl's really about to go out. And he's like, you know, we've got we to gotta find a better way. It's got to be more than this. Like maybe this is how it's got to be. Maybe I got to die. You taught me to be the man. Thank you for being, allowing me to be the man I am right now. And he's doing his dying speech. It's really sweet. I'm not trying to make fun of that so much. Just kind of doing a, a stupid impression while I'm, when I'm kind of summarizing what he said. And then uh, he's dying, and then he starts talking about mercy, and like, we got to find a way to move on from this. And then um, Ezekiel cuts to them, and Ezekiel's doing the same speech to Morgan about mercy. And then Morgan's like, I got to do it. I just got to do it. And then out of fucking nowhere, you see a spear come through the fucking Gavin's throat, like through his spine, apparently. This is a strong-ass little wooden spear. And then we, it reveals that it was uh, fucking that little kid. I don't know his goddamn name. Henry? Was his name Henry? Fucking Hank? Little boy Hank? Who somehow snuck up on everyone, despite them being in the open. And then right behind Gavin is a giant barn and a giant fence. And I'm like, how the fuck did he sneak up on them? They're all facing that direction. How did he surprise anyone? Was he a fucking ninja? Did he come out of the ground like in the, like those skeletons? And uh, what the fuck is the name of that movie? Good God, it froze there. I froze. Jason and the Argonauts? Did he fucking like rise out of the ground like a zombie? That'd be ironic. But no, did he? is he a fucking phantom? Did he not appear until after he stabbed him? How the fuck did that happen? It was such a stupid trick of, trick of the camera. Trick of editing, really, I guess you should say. Because they were staring right at Gavin. And at their angle, they would have just seen that kid walk right up to him and no point where they like hey what what you doing with that stick there boy i don't i don't want that to sound that racist but like hey hey what are you doing there can you can you not, oh you're oh shit he stabbed him oh fuck but said they're like whoa oh my god that came out of nowhere despite me watching him walk all the way over to him 45 yards oh my god i'm so surprised Fucking stupid. It was fucking stupid. Go back and watch that scene. It's fucking stupid. Even if he snuck over that that fence because it was like a like a cow fence, like it's like not really super reinforced of a fence, like one of those gates that moves. He still would have walked right in front of them. It, it doesn't doesn't matter how you add it up. It doesn't make any sense. Fucking stupid. <sighs> Getting mad. And then uh, it, it's revealed that. All those little flash forwards where Rick has the beard and Judas old, and then they're all hanging around Alexandria, and they got that big, the big farm going, and then it's all it's all commutative and all that sort of stuff. Basically, the scenes in the comic book that that cuts to after Negan's fight, all of that is in uh, Carl's head as it kind of like has a fantasy. It's like his dying fantasy. And he's like, I see it there. You got your beard. And I was like, why? Did, why in your fantasy does your is your father hobbled? Why? Why were you like in my perfect world? I'm not there, and my dad's leg is shattered, and he's in constant pain. Oh, he can barely get around, and he's old as shit. And and and, and then later on, fucking Negan's there in the dream world. Oh my god, Negan's there because fucking Negan's in the dream world. What, what? Why? What? What? Who? I mean, he wants peace and all, but Negan's not going to be like, "Hey guys, <laughs> what's going on?" Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey, Judith. What's going on? Hey, ba- hey, baby. What's going on? Not so creepy, but yeah. Hey. And that's Carl. That's what Carl thinks is going to happen. I get that you want to have a little mercy, but eh, maybe not quite that far. Maybe that quite. Not that quite far, Bo. Not that quite far. 
my brain is broken thinking of the dream world. Anyway, um, they go outside because Carl's like, I'm going to do this. While I have strength in my body, I'm going to do this because you, I don't want you guys doing this because it'll fuck you up forever, basically, is what he says. It's the gist of what he says. I completely agree with him. Um, and then they go outside, sit in the porch. And there's always, these are the moments that get to me when, when I watch it. And I think the show knows it because Rick's on the porch. Michonne's standing behind him. Rick's sitting down on the steps. And then you hear like a, like basically it's like a sniper, or not a sniper, like a silencer on his gun. And then you can see that moment where uh, Andrew Lincoln just like realizes kid just died, like as that sound happened, and he kind of loses it. And then, and then you're like, even I don't care how strong you are, you're like, oh, oh. Watching these characters for so long, you're kind of like choked up a little bit. Even though how disconnected I am from the show, I was still like, oh god, <laughs> like just seeing the the reaction in his face was because again, I love the fucking actors. It's nothing against the actors that I don't like the show or the or the, the comics. Like the comics are amazing. I I, I really do. I. I, I it's, so all that's fine. It's just so much the pacing of the show and the and the writing of the of the characters just fine it makes me lose interest. But when you get these character moments that don't require the writing so much, it still is effective. Because Andrew Lincoln's fucking awesome. Anyway, and then uh yeah, this is when we see the Negan in the Dream World thing after Carl blows his fucking brains out. Wouldn't it be funny if Carl shot himself like in the leg? But uh if he did, they still fucking buried his ass because that's the next thing we see. And then um, there's a weird shot where I couldn't decide if it was, like, out of place because it was such a short shot. And it's just Rick leaning up against a tree. He's underneath the tree, and he's got, like, a, his hands are bloody, and it looks like he has a gunshot wound, and then it's, like, cut. And it was, like, three or four seconds of a shot. And I was, like, was there a scene I'm missing here, or was that just, like, a really weird tease that if you blinked, you missed it? What the fuck was that? Really bizarre. I don't, I don't know. Um, I think they're kind of hinting for something later. I don't, I, I, I don't mind it. I'm not complaining at all. But I was like, "What the shit was that? <laughs> like that was weird. It was only weird because it was so quick. Where it felt like it was someone edited it into the video I was watching. And I was like, "What? What? Who? What? Did you, did you find a scene of a later episode and decide to throw it in there randomly? That was fucking weird." <sighs> anyway, um, uh, where, where are we? Uh, what's going on? Am I done? Oh, I'm done. Uh, oh shit. I guess I'll get out of here. Uh, drop me a line. I've never said that in my life. At liwstudios.com. That's not where you drop me a line, though. LaurieTuringerWonderland at gmail.com is where you would drop me a line. The other one's my website, liwstudios.com. YouTube.com slash LaurieTuringerWonderland for videos. Share with a friend. Rate and review on iTunes. I'm going to do it like a jewelry store commercial. Yes, one mile south in Tacoma. Uh, anyway, um, uh, what am I doing in my life? What the fuck? Uh, Go check it out. Share with a friend, please. Uh, rate and review on iTunes. That'd be great. That'd be awesome of you. Uh, this is a really short one because I just want to feel like rushing through it. And, and uh, yeah, not a whole lot going on in this episode, but it's a good one. It, it was uh, it was fine. It wasn't an amazing episode, but I always like when uh, Greg Nicotero directs. He does a lot better than almost all the directors <laughs> combined. Um, yeah, check it out. All the, the other shows, like I said, in those other plugs I did. Fucking, what am I doing with my life? I need to get the fuck out of here. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. <clears throat> so long, citizens. <laughs>